0: Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> the makers of Johnson's Wax Products, for home and industry, present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's and Billy Mills Orchestra. <laughs> Not long ago, I described a floor that had been polished with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat as having a happy shine. A friend of mine questioned the phrase, saying floors are neither happy nor sad, and therefore the phrase wasn't a good one. Well, I wonder. Think of it in terms of how the lady of the house feels. There was a time when tiresome scrubbing dulled linoleum, and no one was happy about it, at least of all the person who did the work. Not so with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. No, indeed, you just apply and let dry. There's no rubbing or buffing, no hard work at all. Just looking at the bright, warm luster Johnson's Glow Coat will quickly and easily give your... And other floors That shining, glossy coat will protect them, make them last years longer. And you'll be happy at how easy they are to keep clean and lovely. I really believe the phrase, happy shine, is one you'll use after you use Johnson's Self-Policy glow Coat to bring out the beauty of your home.
1: Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the whole.
0: Did you ever ducked down a side street because you saw a fellow approaching whose name you couldn't remember, and when you got home you realized it was your brother? Well, a friend of ours is in something of the same predicament. He got up this morning knowing there was something he had to do, and he can't recall what it was. Maybe he'll remember as we listen to Fibber McGee and Molly. Windows?
2: No, that wasn't
3: it. Now, let me think now.
2: Fixing the vacuum cleaner? No.
3: What's the matter with the vacuum cleaner?
2: Well, I think it's got sleeping sickness.
3: The vacuum cleaner?
2: It's always taking a little nap off the rug. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you do the last time you fixed it are you sure you didn't have the vacuum cleaner and the lawnmower apart at the same time
3: no no i might have adjusted it a little low maybe
2: anyway that wasn't what i had
3: now let me think a minute oh isn't this exasperating i wake up this morning definitely planning to i don't know ain't that funny
2: well Hmm. i'm sorry i can't be more helpful dearie but you know what a psychologist would say about it
3: sure i do He'd ask me, do I like ketchup on fried eggs? And I'd say, yes. And he'd say, aha, a frustrated childhood and secretly in love with outboard motors.
4: Mm.
3: Them guys can think up more deep reasons for more simple things than a Republican congressman in a Democratic administration.
2: Well, in this case, a psychologist would say that you were forgetting because you didn't want to remember. Probably an unpleasant task that you were subconsciously trying to avoid.
3: I never avoided an unpleasant job in my whole life.
2: You never did? I
3: never did. <laughs> if it's an unpleasant job, I never think of doing it in the first place.
2: <laughs>
3: no, sir. Whatever it was I planned on doing... something. Come
2: in. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. The
3: top of the morning to you, McCushla. And the ragged remnant of the day to you, you little scut.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and bad says to you, you volatile <laughs> hibernian. Ha,
4: <laughs> ha, why aren't
3: you in the hospital this morning with one hand on somebody's pulse and the other on their wallet?
1: I had performed three operations this morning before you got that odd-shaped cranium of yours off the pillow, Balderdash.
2: I just stopped
3: in to ask a small favor.
2: Why, certainly, Doctor. Anything at all.
3: I'd like to leave my car in your driveway for a while. The garage man will take it out.
2: Oh, oh, of course, Doctor. Just leave your keys on the table there. Something wrong with it,
3: is there? Oh, nothing in particular. Motor just needs a little tuning up. Motor needs tuning, and you call a garage man
2: just for that? Who would you call, dearie, a paper hanger?
3: <laughs> My gosh, all the car needs is probably the carbon taken out and the plugs cleaned. You could do that yourself, that's all. I could, rum-dum, but I have a little working agreement with the garage people. Oh. I don't tinker with automobiles, and they don't take out tonsils.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, believe me, I ain't the type of guy that shells out his hard-earned Mazuma to them brake bandits. I'm strictly the type of guy that when his car needs fixing, I fix it himself. Ah, <laughs>
2: oh, that's the spirit, McGee. Yeah, that's that's right. the spirit that will get your broken crankshaft 80 miles from home in a rainstorm.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I might add, my dear, that he is also the type lad who acts as his own physician. That's all. And wonders why he winds up in a white nightie that ties in the back if you can reach the strings, and they tell me it's possible if you're double-jointed. LAUGHTER Well, you don't hear me screaming for a fat friend with a little brown bag full of sassafras every time I get sick. I just happen to be a guy that pain don't bother.
2: That's perfectly true, doctor. You betcha. Yeah, you'd be surprised how much pain he can stand. Unless it's his own, of course.
3: (laughs) Well, he should have a lot of intestinal fortitude. He's equipped for it, architecturally. (laughs)
4: Look
3: who's talking. (laughs) Remember when you took my appendix out, strychnine boy? I didn't complain, did I? No, sir. I steeled myself against the pain. I didn't suffer a bit.
0: Yes, the whole staff was talking about it.
2: Were they really, doctor, about his not suffering?
3: Yes, they said he was probably the most insufferable patient they'd ever had. (laughs) My gosh, did they really? Mm Mm-hmm. You sure they weren't just saying that because they admired me?
4: Uh (laughs) You
3: have my word for it, sonny. Well, the garage man knows what to do with my car, Molly, and thanks very much. I've got to get back to the hospital. Trouble, boy? Oh, no, no. But my assistant and I have two babies due there today. One on the first floor and one on the second floor. Oh, which is your case, Doc? Well, as senior physician, I'll take the lower berth and give my assistant the upper. Uh. Bye now.
4: now. <laughs>
2: Have you remembered what it was you wanted to do, McGee? No, and
3: it don't matter anyway. I'm going to do something else now. I'm going to save old Doc a garage bill. I'll tune his motor up myself. Oh, no. Oh,
2: no, no, McGee. You must have heavenly days. Oh, Oh, no, no.
3: Now, don't you worry, kiddo. I'll have that motor purring like a revenue collector over Louis B. Mayer's tax return.
2: <laughs> but, Jerry, the doctor's car is so. Uh, I mean, you can't. Just look... wait till I gather
3: up a handful of tools, Mickey. Oh, dear. Oh, boy, do I love to monkey with other people's cars. <laughs> now, let's see. Where'd I put all them tools I borrowed from Foggy Williams? Will well,
2: I'm sure I don't know, and if I were you, I would. Oh, I know. I put them right here in the hall closet.
3: No,
4: Mickey, please. Uh... Now, don't open that because. Oh. <laughs>
3: I was gonna do That's what I forgot I was gonna clean out That hall closet
0: Belly bells in the orchestra And hooray for love
3: that thing loose, whatever it is.
2: How about these eight dirty little things here, hmm? dearie? Are they any good or shall I throw them away? No, no,
3: no, no, no. Them are the spark plugs, kiddo. Oh? I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, them are the spark plugs. I got to clean them babies and adjust the points. Uh, the points are these here little wires here, see? Oh.
2: How do you adjust them?
3: Well, ordinarily, you spread the two wires till so you can just squeeze a thin dime in between them. Uh-huh. I haven't got a dime, so I'm using two nickels.
2: Ten pennies would give you a nice wide gap, too.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hard work, kiddo. I'd better take a little rest before I start tuning her up and putting her back together.
2: Well, I hope Dr. Gamble appreciates what you're doing. Yeah, oh. me. Here comes Mr. Williams, McGee, the weatherman.
3: Oh, well, you entertain him, kiddo. I- I'm going to lie down here on the grass and take
5: a rest. I'm
2: tired. Well, all right. Hello, Mr. Williams. Hello, Mrs. McGee.
5: Where's that husband of yours?
2: Well, that's him lying on the grass there, Mr. Williams, Between the brake drum and the motor block. The one with the most grease on it is McGee. Yeah, I'm a
3: little busy here now, Foggy, so if there's anything you want to see me about, drop over later, will you? Oh,
5: you're busy, are you? Yeah, I'm busy. Well, I won't disturb you at all, McGee. Not at all. Uh, Hey, hey, Foggy. Hey, Foggy. Well, what you picking up the tools for?
3: Oh, Foggy, old boy. Look, friend. Don't
5: let me disturb you, McGee. I've been meaning to do this for a long time, is all. (laughs) Yeah, but Foggy... Old
3: man, I need them tools.
5: Is something wrong, boy? No, nothing's wrong, McGee. Oh. I'm just getting a little tired of your petty larceny in my tool shed. I just went in there for a wrench and I've got nothing. Absolutely nothing.
2: Yeah, but Mr. Williams... Hoggy,
5: oh, think... quiet, McGee. Oh. I've taken about all I'm going to from you and you've taken about all I'm going to let you take from me.
4: Well. Look
5: at these tools. Well,
4: they're your turn. Every
5: one of them is mine. Well, sure. My Christmas socket wrenches. My birthday hammer and chisel. <laughs> my anniversary pliers.
4: <laughs>
1: all bent and dull and greasy. Uh, yeah, but look here, kiddo. Where's I... my $12 jack. Huh? Aha! Holding up the car.
5: Well, I'll soon kick that out from under there. Oh, don't
1: yeah. it. Oh! Oh! Jack it up again, quickly. Huh? The wheel's on my foot. Hurry up. Get it up. Come Heavenly
2: days, don't you stand something, McGee? Do there. <laughs> you
3: can't do anything. That's Foggy's jack. He don't want me to use his tools. Yes, I do.
2: Yes, I
4: do. Huh? Yes, I do. Well, you uh, said...
3: Hurry up. Hurry up. Jack. Oh, my foot. You said you didn't Come on want. now, McGee. Do something.
2: The man is suffering. Well, there's
3: no use my jack in the car up unless I have tools to work on
1: it with. And Foggy says... I take my... it all back. I take it all
5: back. Okay.
1: Use my tools all you want. Oh. Keep them as long as you like. But jack this car up, please! Uh-huh. Oh! Oh, my foot! Uh. Well, okay. Hurry up. Oh, uh, oh, uh, thank you. Uh.
4: Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't you uh, want to sit down on the running
2: board a minute, Mr. Williams? That must be very painful. Mighty
3: generous to you to let me use these tools, Foggy, of you. Sure appreciate it. Let me know if there's something I can do for you sometime, boy. <laughs> Mighty decent of you.
5: Think nothing of it, McGee. I'm going home now and try to think of something I can do for you.
2: <laughs> oh, now, Mr. Williams, you don't have to do that.
1: I want to. <laughs> well, gee, thanks. Foggy? Don't speak of it. Ever? Oh. Good day. Probably.
3: Decent sort of a chap. Generous and a good neighbor.
2: Didn't you sort of blackmail him into letting you use these tools, McGee?
3: Who, me? Why, my gosh, kiddo, that was about as spontaneous offers I ever heard. Why, you heard him stand right there with his foot under the car and beg me to use these tools.
4: <laughs> yeah. Now,
3: let me see now. Where'd this thing come off of? Hmm. Must be part of the fan assembly.
4: Well,
2: that isn't important in this cool weather anyway. Hmm? He won't be using the fan for another couple of months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess you
3: don't understand much about motors, Snooky. The fan ain't just for hot weather. Its main purpose is to draw insects into the radiator. Yeah. Butterflies, grasshoppers, June bugs, and all stuff like that there. Why, I'm my. Oh, hi, Junior. Hello,
2: Mr. Wilcox. Pull up a running board and sit down. McGee is fixing Dr. Gamble's car. Yeah.
0: This Doc's car? happened to it? Caught between two streetcars or something? No, Junie, I'm just giving it
3: a going over and saving old Doc a big garage bill, that's all. I'll do the same for any of my
0: friends. No, not for me, you won't, pal. Hmm? When the inside of my car is haywire, I send for a mechanic. When the outside needs attention, I handle it myself.
2: Oh, Mr. Wilcox.
0: <laughs> for, uh, for
3: once, I guess that's a safe question, Molly. <laughs> Unless he's got his car covered with linoleum.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs>
0: No, I use Johnson's Carnu, Johnson's wax fortified Carnu. Oh, my gosh, Carnu. I'd almost forgot about Carnu. Well, you must be kidding, pal, because no car owner who's ever tried it ever forgets it. Look, why don't you use some Carnu on Doc's car here and give it back to him with a showroom shine That's on a it.
2: very good idea, McGee. I've done it to our car lots of times. Why, yeah. sure, it's a
0: very simple job. You just apply Johnson's Carnu, let it dry to a white powder, wipe it off to get a glossy production-like polish that makes your car feel so proud it'll jump over puddles. Will it take dents out of the fender,
3: Omaha? Like this one here where Foggy's monkey wrench slipped out of my hand? Will take that stuff out of there? <laughs> well,
0: frankly, pal, I've never tried car new for dents. Mm-hmm. But I think I can safely say, without fear of contradiction, no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that seems a fairly conservative
1: statement. But who cares
0: about dents in offenders? Lots of people have those. Yeah. But do lots of people have cars that shine like the day they bought them? Well, I... They do if they use Johnson's oh, Wax Fortified. Yeah. Car new, spelled C-A-R-N-U... Because in just one application, Carnu removes all the grime and dirt and road film from your car and gives you that happy owner look. And look, and hey, another, you, thing, oh, oh, another oh, oh.
3: Well Look, waxy.
0: Yes, pal. You like
3: to leave on a laugh, don't you? Well, doesn't everybody? Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you, pal. So long, Molly. <laughs>
3: Just leave me alone a while. I'll put this baby back together and have it humming like Jack Benny's quartet. Now, let me see. If hey, by the can way, listen.
2: McGee, did you ever telephone the garage not to send for the doctor's car? Oh, my
3: gosh, I never did. Look, do that for me, will you,
2: kid? I'll
3: do it, McGee. I'll call right away. Yeah. Gotta... Fine. Okay, kiddo. Ah, uh, there goes a good kid. She don't want to watch me do this because she's afraid I'll get some part back in the wrong place. <laughs> what do I mean, she's afraid? <laughs> if I don't have enough parts left over to make me a motorcycle, I'll be a very much surprised gentleman. <laughs>
6: Huh? Oh, hi, Penny.
3: Where'd you come from?
6: Well, <laughs> there's been a lot of discussion about that, mister. <laughs> what
3: do you mean? What do you mean about what?
6: About where I came from. Oh. Mama says the angels brought me. Uh-huh. And Daddy says the stork brought me and my teacher gives me a big song and dance about some birds and some bees. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just a woman of mystery, mister. <laughs> you are, eh? Yes, I guess...
3: Hmm? I says you are, eh? I uh, what? What you just said. When? Just now.
6: What did I say? You said
3: you thought you must be just a woman of mystery, mister.
6: I know it. <laughs> hey, what you doing with Dr. Gamble's car, mister? What you doing with it? Hmm, making a hot rod out of it, I
4: think. <laughs> no. Just tuning
3: it up a little, that's all, teeny.
6: Oh? What's that thing you're putting on there, mister? And what's that?
3: Oh, this? Mm-hmm. This is the distributor, teeny.
6: Oh, <laughs> Huh? It is not, a bet That thing can't be the distributor. Why can't it? Because my Uncle Harold is the distributor for those cars, and he wears glasses. <laughs> now, this
3: is a different kind of a distributor, sis. Doesn't your daddy, daddy tinker with his car now, then?
6: Oh, no. He doesn't, Dave. No, no. He hasn't got time now, mister. He's too busy.
3: Oh?
6: He's chairman of the Democratic Party in this state, yes?
3: Yeah, oh, well, sure. I see what you mean. What does he say about the prospects?
6: He says he doesn't know why they call it a party. Hmm? He says a party is where everybody sings and dances and plays pin the tail on the donkey. (laughs) And it isn't
3: like that this year?
6: No. (laughs) He says now everybody just stands around and tries to pin everything on the donkey. (laughs)
1: Man and love is so terrific. Love is so terrific, such a funny feeling. Makes you want to cuddle and cling. Makes you sentimental, makes you kind of gentle. Ouch, terrific thing. Love is so prolific, Send your head reeling. Makes you want to giggle and sing. Makes you sigh wonder, hits you like the thunder. Ouch, terrific thing life rearranges suddenly changes everything strange as it can be memory gets hazy then you go crazy wow look what it's done to me oh love is so terrific such a dizzy feeling makes you hear the wedding bells ring melts away your collar makes you want to holler ouch terrific thing <laughs> Never, never knew that love was so terrific Such a funny feeling Makes the winter turn into spring In the spring, start your heart a thundering Get your mind a-wondering How oh, terrific things Love is so prolific Send your head a-reeling Makes your daily troubles take wing Makes your pain a pleasure Love is such a treasure Ouch, terrific thing Life rearranges Suddenly changes Everything strange as can be Then you go crazy. Wow, Wow, look what it's done to me. (laughs) Love is so terrific. Such a dizzy feeling makes you hold the world on a string. Get your throat so lumpy. Love can make you jumpy. Wow, 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 terrific. terrific (laughs)
3: This thing must fit on here someplace. Well, that ain't it. Maybe it's... Nope. Hmm. Oh, I had a little beaver that I tied up with a cord. But I let him go because I hate to see a beaver board.
2: <laughs> Monkey and the coconut. Oh, hi, Molly. How are you getting along, dear? You ever uh, got the doctor's car back together again?
3: Just about. As soon as I knock the skin off one more knuckle, I'll be ready to start the engine. <laughs> see how she sounds. This thing was more trouble Oh, hi,
2: Wimple.
7: Oh, Hello man. there, Mr. Wimple.
2: Hello,
7: folks. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable,
3: Wimp. I'm tuning up Doc Gamble's car for him.
7: My, it must be wonderful to be able to do things like that. Sweetie Face, that's my big old wife. Yes, we know. Sweetie Face won't even let me wind the clock or put in a new light bulb. She says I'm too unhandy. <laughs> I guess I am, too.
3: <laughs> How so, Wimp?
7: Well... She has a bar across a closet door that she uses to chin herself on. When I put it up for her, I must have been careless because it was sawed halfway through, and the first time she used it, she fell right on her policewoman's manual. <laughs> See, I saw
2: your wife in the bond town yesterday, Mr. Wimple. She was buying a new dress.
7: Yes. She tried it on to me this morning, and she said to me, Wallace, she said, How do I look? Oh, was that ever a loaded question. What did you tell her? Well, I looked her right straight in the flowered critton, and I said, You look just like a magazine cover, dear. And she said, Photo play or Harper's Bazaar. And I said, Zombie comics.
3: (laughs) Oh, brother. What'd she say to that, wimp?
7: I didn't wait to see, Mr. McGee. No. <laughs> but if anybody ever tells you that a man can't travel faster than sound, you'd just laugh right in your face. <laughs> My goodness, at
4: least life is never
2: dull at your house, is it, Mr. Wimple?
7: No, but I wouldn't want you to get a wrong impression, though, Mrs. McGee. Sweetie Face is a very unusual woman. Yes, really. is, she is,
2: huh? She
7: suffered for years from an impediment, you know.
3: Hmm, what kind of an impediment, Wimp?
7: Me. Me. <laughs>
4: But we do have our
7: romantic moments now and then, Mr. McGee. Yeah? Just last night, for instance, we were out for a stroll, and the moon was just beautiful. And all of a sudden, she said to me, she said,
4: Wallace,
7: (laughs) I'm going to do something nice for you.
2: Oh, what'd she do, Mr. Wimple?
4: Kiss you?
7: Mm, No, she took off my leash. (laughs)
4: Took
3: off your leash, eh? And what did you
7: do, Wimp? (laughs) off, like
3: this. <laughs> well, I just about got it, Old oh Boy, was this ever a job. <sighs> Start gathering up Foggy's tools, will you? Yes, it? I
2: certainly hope it runs, dearie. Don't
3: worry, Tootsie. With all the work I put into this baby, it's got to run. And besides, I took plenty of cars apart in my day. Well, way back when I was a reporter for the Peoria Daily News on the zoo beat, I used Why, to... Why,
2: Mickey, D- you never told me you were a newspaper reporter. I never
3: told you about covering the news from the zoo for the Daily News?
2: You never did. Oh,
3: imagine me overlooking that. Well, sir, they had a brand new zoo there in those days, and I used to run a column called Who's Who at the New Zoo because I knew the zoo news inside out. <laughs> I remember they had two old news at the zoo, a he knew and a she knew, and those old news made the news one day with the news that the she knew had had two new news, little see? Yeah. Well, sir, I knew the news about the zoo's little news at the same time the she knew knew it, and even before the he knew knew that he was the new news father. <laughs> and the other papers had no news about the two new news at all, so I broke the news of the zoo's two news, and the old news knew the new news were news, and the news of the news with the new news was news. You. Huh? Oh, oh, quick, slam the hood Slam the hood, I'm all set
2: Hello, Dr. Uh, Gamble Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah yeah. Hi, Doc, old man, hi Hi, kid Hi Well, I see they got the car back, okay You got the keys?
2: They're in it,
4: Doctor
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, Doc, I got a little surprise for you I decided I wasn't gonna let you get took for a bunch of dough So I tuned up your car myself You what? <laughs> yeah Why, of all the... De- huh? McGee, if you've ruined the only car I own I'll tear your knobby little legs off your pudgy little body And throw them in your dirty little face
4: now, 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 now.
3: Take it easy, Doc. My gosh, that's a great way to treat a guy that saved you a bunch of dough. If this car won't run, you'd better. On, you try
2: it.
3: There.
2: The heavenly days, that sounds wonderful, doesn't it, Doctor?
3: Well, it certainly does. Hasn't run as smoothly as this since I made the last payment on it in 1939. <laughs> well, rev it up again, Doc. I want to hear it. Uh, no... uh, and move on that any. By George, that's great, McGee. I apologize. What do I owe you?
2: Anything you... Say. Oh, he didn't do it for money, doctor. He
3: just... Molly, please.
2: <laughs> you
3: interrupted the good doctor. You were saying, doctor? I was just saying that you did a splendid job. Name your own price. Well, this was more for friendship's sake than anything else, boy. Just give me half of what the garage would have charged you. You're <laughs> sure that'll be satisfactory? Sure, sure, sure. What would they have soaked you, doc? Well, the way I figured, yeah. on that basis, you owe me $12.50. <laughs> what? He owes you? Yes. The garage man owed me twenty-five dollars, so I told him to fix my car instead. Oh, half of that is twelve dollars and a half. No, no hurry about it, though. Send should. me a check whenever it's convenient. I'll, right. I'll see
4: you later. Oh.
1: Why, that old? Well, I'll be a. Uh...
4: You always were, dearie,
2: and I rather like you that oh. way. Now come on in and get a degree.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: been scrubbing your wood floors with brush and water, you've been harming them. Yes, actually, making them less beautiful than they should be. On the other hand, if you've been using Johnson's Liquid Cleaning and Polishing Wax, your floors are just as clean and handsome as they can be. Johnson's Liquid Wax makes scrubbing unnecessary. It's a combination of effective dry cleaning ingredients and genuine wax. Johnson's Liquid Wax cleans and waxes your floors at the same time, and it's so simple to use. You pour a little on the floor, rub it a bit to loosen dirt and grime, wipe up, and then buff lightly. Your floors are sparkling, clean, and shining with a rich, warm luster. No more fooling around with water that soaks the wood and raises the grain. No more back-breaking scrubbing. Thompson's Liquid Cleaning and Polishing Wax is the modern method of cleaning and polishing floors. There's no better way to bring out the beauty of your home.
1: Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the hall.
3: Hey, Molly, Doc just called up. He was kidding about that 12 bucks and a half. He was? Yeah. He's sending you flowers, and he's sending me some cigars, and he's coming to take us both out to dinner tonight. Well, how
2: nice. Yeah,
3: and look, when he gets here, keep him occupied for about 10 or 15 minutes, with you? Why? Well, give me a chance to get his new battery out of my car and put it back in his.
2: You mean you... Yeah, I
3: ain't got the heart. Good night.
2: Good night,
4: all. <laughs>
0: Johnson's wife's father, Christine Wisconsin, bring you Sid McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Good night. <laughs> this is NBC,
1: the national broadcasting company. This is WMAQ NBC in Chicago.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.